0: Hello everybody welcome back to the As I See It podcast here today with another episode of Barca Base and you join me here today as I give you a match review and reaction for the absolute mess of a game that I just watched Cadiz versus Barcelona two to Cadiz one to Barcelona and Barca fans welcome back to reality this is the reality of of the club in this moment and we got carried away we got we f- we fell for it we fell exactly for it three good games one against Dynamo Kiev one against Osasuna and one against Fad- Ferenc Fados three games where we did not concede a single goal three games where we played some of the best football that we've seen under Ronald Koeman since he took charge at FC Barcelona and three games that made us think we were on the right track and made us believe that we had what it takes to improve and ultimately become a team that someday may compete. Some of the football I watched, especially in that first half against Ferenc Fados in the previous game, was breathtaking at times. And then you see what what, what I saw today against cadiz where we lose 2-1. We didn't even score a goal ourselves, an own goal. And both Cadiz goals coming from Barcelona mistakes. 21 shots for Barcelona in today's game. 83% possession. 864 passes to Cadiz's one, 184. Our pass accuracy being 88%. You know, 13 corners. And guess what it all amounts to? A loss. It means absolutely nothing a team that played a low block against us still we're unable to deal with the real test was today the real test was when we went a goal down in eight minutes that's the real test how do we respond to that how do we prove that we have champion mentality it's by going ahead and turning the situation around you can't say it's a mark of a true champion's when we're gliding into victory like we did against Fedenshvados, like we did against Dynamo Kiev, and like we did against Osasuna. No, today when we go one 0 down, that is when you start to prove your worth. You start to prove who you are as a as a team, as a club, as individuals. Are you players that are going to sit by, sit back, and let this happen, or are you players that are going to damn well not lose this game against newly promoted Cadiz? No disrespect to Kadith, well done for today's win. But newly promoted Kadith, we've just lost. 2-1. And, and the crazy thing is, we had 21 shots, right? When we talk about clear and obvious goal-scoring opportunities, I could count them on one hand from those shots, you know? It's not good enough. How? How? In 2020, have Barcelona seemingly become worse against a team that plays a low block? For years, we've been unable to break down a team that has that plays a low block. Whenever we go a goal down, we seem to struggle. And today was no different. No different. Let's get straight into the lineups okay for well for Barcelona we had Marc-Andre Ter Stegen in goal we had Serginio Dest at right back same centre-back partnership of uh, Clement Longley and Oscar Mingueza, and we had Jordi Alba at left back double pivot of Frankie de Jong and Sergio Busquets attacking trio of Philip Coutinho on the left wing Antoine Griezmann in the middle and Lionel Messi on the right wing uh, but we know that they won't play in any of those positions they'll be wherever the hell they're want because structure is something that no one in this club knows how to do and martin braithwaite was up front okay let's just let's just let let's just make this very clear right coutinho on the wing doesn't work and i'd argue that messi on the wing doesn't work because messi doesn't play on the wing he doesn't he does not play on the wing all right and when we adopt this playing style okay where we don't have out and out wingers especially Against a team like Cadiz, we struggle, and we struggle because we see the game become completely unbalanced on the pitch. We see one side of the field being utilised heavily, and the other being completely non-existent for Barcelona. Okay, and today we saw that Sergino Dest isolated out there on that right right hand uh, that right flank. Whenever he got the ball, he had no one to play with. All he could do was try and beat one man, two man, three man, or put a hopeful ball into the box. But there was no one there to support him. That's why Messi doesn't work on the wing because he doesn't play on the wing and Coutinho isn't a winger. We already know this. We already know he doesn't work on the wing because when he was here in his previous spell at the club, that's exactly where we played him and that's exactly why he ended up going on loan to Bayern and why we tried to sell him and why it didn't work. It just doesn't work. Why? Why are we persistent with it? Especially when Dembele had a brilliant game against Ferenc he should be being rewarded for that with a start he was the man of the match in in the previous game and he isn't getting the start today instead coutinho is and he looks poor he looks nowhere near good enough off the pace Martin Braithwaite and Antoine Griezmann being uh, chosen once more to play alongside each other today. I have to say Martin Braithwaite had a few good moments. He his link-up play was actually quite good. He was uh, holding up the ball well. Uh, Griezmann was he had a couple moments where something may have happened, but. He was pretty ano- anonymous um, in the game. Braithwaite uh, definitely was at times two. and it's because of this low block. You know, it, we we weren't able to play that we the way that we could against Fedensvados or against Osasuna or against Dynamo Kiev. We just weren't able to play that way, and. Um, yeah, I mean, still no Ricky Pooch c- come getting a start. You know, I think we'll be waiting forever for that. Um, as I said, I thought Dembélé should have started. Uh, I would have liked to see Pjanic start over Busquets, despite Busquets having a good game. I thought in the in the previous game, but uh, the, the the combination of Frankie De Jong and Busquets isn't work. It's just not working. I'm really not sure how long we're going to persist with it or how long Koeman's going to persist with it. I think it's very clear that it doesn't work. Uh, but he's going to continue doing what the hell he wants. Stubborn. Stubborn management. And I'm not in any way happy with it. just want to say something. We're three points off the relegation zone after 10 games played. And we're 12 points off the league leaders, Atletico Madrid. Suarez was crying at the farewell ceremony he should have been laughing he should have been laughing i'm off to real madrid We're 12 points clear of you right now oh, sorry not real madrid atletico madrid goodness gracious this result has got to me yeah he should have been laughing crying about leaving barca you're mad look at us look at us get back go to go to atletico you're 12 points clear of us. You're at the top of the table. You have a game in hand against second place Real Sociedad. You have a game in hand. But you're still two points ahead of them. I mean, honestly. Whereas Barcelona, we're sitting in seventh currently. Still games to be played. And currently, as I said, three points off of the relegation zone. This is a joke this is some sort of practical joke surely it's unbelievable it's unbelievable we've had 10 games we've won four we've drawn two and we've lost four we've lost as many games as we've won in this La Liga season so far this is shocking this is absolutely shocking let's get let's just get straight into the game okay and actually, you know what? It started off all right. It started off all right. There was a good pace to the game. We had a good bit of early dominance, but then as soon as we were put under pressure, a corner came in from Cadiz. Mingueza heads it goal bound, uh, and when I say goalbound, bound, I mean back to his own goal. Ter saves that goal bound. It, I can see what Mingueza was trying to do. He was trying to head it back to Ter but instead, it's horrendous. It forces a save out of Tostegan, and then the rebound is put in by Jimenez, uh, I believe it was, for Cadiz. Um, Alvaro Jimenez, yeah, in the eighth minute, uh, puts the ball in the back of the net for Cadiz, uh, and they go 1 0 up. And then the uphill battle starts. The first thing I said, the first thing when everyone was gassing up Mingueza, was this guy is going to make mistakes. He's young, he's new into the team, he doesn't have the experience. He's gonna make mistakes. So when the when the Champions League uh, Instagram is tweeting out, oh, the new Puyol, uh, do me a favor. The guys had one game when they tweeted that out, or two games, one Champions League game, and they're like, the new Puyol. Are you mad? Yeah, maybe it was a bit tongue in cheek, but don't say that kind of thing after one Champions League game. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. In multiple ways, you're disrespecting Puyol first and foremost, and also you're adding a mountain of pressure onto Mingueza, who isn't equipped to deal with that at such a young age, okay? He's bound to make mistakes, and he has been making a few, alright? Ronaldo Rajo was back in the squad today, he didn't get the start, um, as he's just back from injury, and Mingueza... Uh, had been playing pretty well you know he hadn't conceded um, whereas today he was the reason for our first uh, goal um, being conceded against us sorry for the Caddie's first goal um, you know it wasn't good I could see his idea but you do not head the ball back to the keeper from a corner when there's opponents lurking in the box you know it's just far too dangerous <sighs> and now Once that goal had gone in, it's all about how we responded. It's all about how we responded to going a goal down. That was the challenge. That would really show where we were as a team. Could we deal with it? It's all right when we score first, but when we concede, can we get over that battle? Because as soon as we conceded, Kadith opted for 11 men behind the ball, a compact low block. And that's something that for years we've been unable to unlock. For years. For years. And since that goal had gone in, we looked rocked. We needed to regain the composure. We needed to stop giving away simple passes, which was a common theme throughout the game. Frankie de Jong and Griezmann were culprits for this early on. Coutinho as well, the two centre-backs who were trying to play balls over the top to unlock the defence, but ended up, you know, just their passing wasn't accurate enough, and they, and they gave the ball away ultimately. Um, and even Messi was given the ball away multiple times as well. Um so this was just worrying, you know, it was worrying early on. But then we did see some nice link-up play between Messi and Dest when Messi actually did operate operate on that right-hand side. Um, and he uh, cuts the ball through, a really nice ball through to, to Dest, who puts a great inviting ball into the box, which tempts Griezmann, but you just can't uh, reach that ball. And it comes to Coutinho, who again pretty much misses an open goal, okay the angles are a bit more difficult and it was on his left foot but you gotta get the Coutinho is not playing well enough okay he's not playing well enough Dembele should have got the start over him today you know um and he didn't and in the end Coutinho came off at half time Coleman's decision ultimately to play him from the start um Play Coutinho from the start was wrong. He should have played Dembélé from the start. Coutinho, as I said, pretty much missing an open goal. Uh, he put it over the bar. He should have done better. Um, but it was positive to see that kind of attack come from us. Um, and then there was some good winning of the ball back from Busquets. Uh, you know, in, in one moment, found Messi and he threaded the ball through for for Martin Braithwaite, who who took a good shot and an even better save coming out of the Cadiz goalkeeper. Um, you know. It was a good save, but but Braithwaite doing what he's meant to do as a striker, stretching the play, taking a shot, you know, forcing a, a, a save, um, and that's what he's been putting the team to do, uh, among other things, and and he was doing that early on. But Cadiz were just making it difficult after the after the goal, as I said, putting everyone behind the ball, um, and we were just trying to carve them open. We were just really trying to carve them open, but we just weren't accurate enough. The pace of the game died down. We were just struggling to, to kind of... Uh, We were trying to be patient and outplay them and outpass them. But at some point, someone needs to take a goddamn shot before we lose possession. You know, there is definitely such a thing as overplaying it. And we were certainly guilty of doing that in today's game game um definitely 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 um and there were a few moments in that first half where i was thinking you know this messy desk partnership is beginning to flourish you know they're beginning to c- become accustomed to each other's play um and they'd been linking up w- well on a couple of occasions but as we got into that second half you know Messi just did not really enter the right hand side of the pitch um and therefore dess was completely and utterly isolated before he ended up going off the field but let's stick to this first half and what was clear needed was we needed to quicken up the pace we needed to quicken up our movement and our passing if we wanted to break down the defensive block that Cadith adopted um, one thing i wanted to pick up from this barcelona team uh, one thing i picked up on and i wanted to speak about is our corners we had 13 corners in today's game right our corner routines are non-existent they're shocking they're so bad nothing comes of a barca corner Seriously, like, and I know we don't have the tallest players or whatever, but this playing it short and just, let's see what happens, isn't working. Can we get on the training ground and try and, you know, figure out some routine? Or are we just going to keep doing this rubbish thing where a a corner in football is meant to be an opportunity to get a goal? And we look... (laughs) When I get a corner, I think, oh, flipping it, you might as well just give it back to De Stegen and we start again. And especially when we're playing against a team that has a low block. When we win a corner, get that ball in the box. Yeah, I'm seeing Coutinho and Messi take corners and it's going straight to the goalkeeper. Or I'm seeing them take it short and then we play it back and then we try and come again against the low block. That's what we're trying to do in general play. So in corners, let's have a different strategy. There's zero plan B. There's zero plan B when we play against a low block. We just have no way to break it down. And this has been the case for years. That's how worrying it is. It's so worrying. Early on, Dest and Messi were the bright bright sparks, you know. Um, But as I said, the passing from the rest of the team was just woeful at times. Uh, Coutinho on the wing wasn't working. I said it before, I'm not a fan of it. He looks out of place there. He doesn't have the pace to really get at defenders there. Um, He is better as a centre-attacking mid. But again, it's that thing. If you you upset the balance, if you bring him more infield, then Griezmann ends up going out wide. Or, you know, it just upsets the balance, we have too many players that play in the same position and we actually saw it work i believe against dynamo kiev when we played uh, so many of them but today against this low block it would it far from worked um and we just needed a plan b as i said to unlock the low block but for years and years and years we've been unable to do it and we are still seemingly completely unable to do it Someone else that was poor in today's game was Jordi Alba. Very poor. Misplacing passes. The crosses weren't amounting to anything. Um, Just poor play. He had a shot that was horrific. Um, And that kind of concluded the first half. And changes were... Well, they were a must. They were a complete and utter must, and they had to be made at halftime. And I actually wrote here, I expect to see uh, Dembele on for Coutinho, and that's exactly what happened at the halftime break. We saw Dembele come on for Coutinho and Pedri come on for Mingüeta, so that meant uh, Pedri would partner Busquets in the midfield while Frankie Dion would play his new position uh, of a centre-back, which is... The problem with Busquets in this game, right... Is when we were playing against this low block and we were passing it from side to side, trying to find an opportunity to break down this low block, waiting for a moment where we could just, you know, play a cutting ball through or just dink it over the top in someone or whatever the case may be. The problem was when we were when we got that opportunity or we thought we had that opportunity, we tried to play the ball and it came back out. The person that was always available for the ball was Busquets. And that is not the person you want to always be available for the ball when we're trying to get a goal. Because if he's always the person in space, you want it to be someone that can maybe take a shot. Busquets doesn't shoot. He never does. That was a big issue because whenever... They, we needed to give the ball to someone who was free. It was always Busquets. He wasn't creating enough. He did create a nice opportunity for Serginho Dest, who was unable to put it away uh, later in that second half. But for the majority of the game, he wasn't creating enough. He's literally playing as a number 10. It's so, so weird. It's so weird. I don't get it. I do not get the midfield situation. I still don't. I just can't believe the contrast from the last game. I said, I literally said after the uh, um, Atletico Madrid game, I believe it was on my Instagram, I said, I expect to now see us go on, you know, and, 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 and win against teams that we should be winning, hence... Uh, The wins against Dynamo Kiev, the wins against Osasuna, the wins against uh, the win against Ferencvaros. And to be honest, you'd expect us to win against a newly promoted side as well in Cadiz today. I said I expect us to win that. So I was fully expecting to win the games that we won. The reason, the reason so many fans got carried away, me included a little bit, is the way that we won those games. The manner in which we won, the way we were playing especially in that first half against Ferenc Fados. That's some of the best Barcelona football I've seen in such a long time. I actually said on my Instagram, if you don't follow me there, it's at BarcaBaseOfficial. Go ahead and check it out. I actually said after that game against Ferenc Fados, if you go and watch the highlights and you watch the first goal of that game, which is Griezmann's beautiful, um, uh, tricky finish, that was actually awarded UEFA Champions League goal of the uh, the week, Um If you go and watch the build ups that play, it's like someone was playing it in fast forward. It was like they had it on 1.25 times, you know, playing it faster. It looks like we're playing in fast forward. It's beautiful. So the stark contrast. If we won the games that we won, but we didn't win them well, I would still be as unoptimistic as ever. But the fact that we managed to win them in the way that we did so convincingly, with three or four goals being scored and zero being conceded, and just the manner of the play, you know, Griezmann getting his form back, Braithwaite being such a welcome addition to the team, and not having Messi in the team and doing it for two of those games, you know, that's what got us all hyped. That is exactly what it was. Anyway, this second half, it was all about trying to break down the low block. Uh, you were just spreading it. We were spreading it from right to left, but they were just, there wasn't any space. Cadiz were defending so compactly, um, and we just needed to shoot. We just couldn't overplay it. We needed to stop overplaying it, and we needed to shoot. And there and then came the goal, and uh, Messi created time out of... Nothing. He finds Jordi Alba, who whose intended cross to Griezmann uh, actually takes a deflection off Alcala, and it fools the goalkeeper and goes in his near post. And that was one-one. Game on. Now, come on, let's turn this game around. Let's grind out the victory. Doesn't matter if it's not the prettiest, but we need to make sure it's a win and nothing less against a newly promoted side already when we're struggling in the La Liga uh, campaign and need to get back on track. It's all about getting back on track however mere minutes after we're unable to do that in fact we do the complete opposite and we conceded it's unbelievable as i was typing out the notes on my phone i was typing because this is what if for the podcast i type out notes as the game's going on little comments on on the game that i notice and whatever and this is what i wrote word for word we still look completely fragile ...on the counter-attack... ...as Negredo comes on for Cadith ...who could prove important... Ten seconds later... ...I write... ...and as I write that... ...it literally has happened... ...Lenglet misses a throw-in... Uh, ...from Alaba... ...he can't control it... ...and Tostegan tries to boot it out... ...but it hits off Negredo... ...he sits Frankie down... ...who tries to slide... ...and then he just strokes it home... ...and it's an absolute joke... Two mistakes from Barcelona have cost us both of the Cadiz goals. The first from Ingueta and the second from a combination of Alba, Lenglet and Tristegin. More so Lenglet and Tristegin. But two mistakes, two Cadiz goals. And when you finally get a goal back against a team that is playing a low block and we've struggled to break down or, or do anything of the sort, as soon as we get that goal, the last thing we can do is concede within minutes. And it's exactly what we did. I just had no clue what we were doing. Our heads were not in the game. We now had an absolute mountain to climb, one that looked completely and utterly impossible at the time and improved that way as well, you know? One thing I was happy about is is Dest was so impressive in one v one situations. He really is, you know. I'm I'm not even sure I've seen him not get the better of his man since he's arrived at the club. He he is great in one v one situations, but unfortunately that didn't do us um, enough good, or that didn't amount amount to enough in today's game. Uh, we then saw him come off um, uh, and Busquets. So Dest and Busquets came off for Trinkau and Pjanic, and prior to that change. Um, I just commented on the fact that, you know, whenever Des got the ball out on the wing, he had absolutely no one in support of him. Um, that's why I, I don't feel that Messi works as a right winger. Uh, because he just doesn't play in a winger's position you know and it completely messes up the rhythm of the game and and the structure of the on-field play because it becomes one side heavy um and that's what we saw today completely whenever the ball did go to the right hand side it was only des that was there and he was yeah completely unsupported and he's just arrived at the club and he's 20 years old and and he's unsupported like give give it a rest Anyway, we were just throwing absolutely everything at Cardiff to try and get the equaliser late on, but we were just still completely unable to unlock the stubborn Cardiff 11-man defence. And on the other hand, the thing that was most frustrating was Cardiff had the more clear-cut opportunities, even though they had 11 men behind the ball. Whenever they went and countered, they had the clear opportunities. We were playing completely without a defense. We were just throwing everything at trying to get a goal back. And ultimately, we were unable to do that. I want to speak on something that may be slightly controversial, right? And um, we all know about Messi dependency, right? And we all know how prevalent it was in um, Ernesto Valverde's reign, especially towards the end, um, in Kike in Setien's reign as well. Um, and it's something that we want to get away from. Yeah, we want to get away from it, but also keep Messi involved in the game and playing well. I think we managed when he wasn't in the team for those two Champions League games, we played really well. And for the most part in today's game against Cadiz, Messi played very well. Yeah, but I have to say, I think we have stopped playing with him and we started to play for him. And that is not good, because what I mean by that is I don't mean playing for him as a cap, the captain of the club, but I mean everything we're doing, we're trying to play it through him. And that's not what I want to see. You know, we're always trying to give it to him instead of maybe times playing a better option. And today, Messi was... he was good, but he was just constantly getting the ball. And it... I don't even know, what to, honestly, like I'm struggling to even know what to say after that defeat because it was such a poor defeat and the re- repercussions of it. I mean, we're 12 points off lead, ligas, lead leaders in La Liga. That's a tongue twister. Try that one at home. Uh, Atletico Madrid. We're 12 points behind them. The ramifications of today's loss are major. Real Madrid just beat Sevilla today. 1-0 away from a home. That is a massive victory for them. Move them up to third. Yeah? Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid also winning today. Also winning today. I believe it was 2-0. 2-0 against uh, Real Valladolid. Thomas Lamar and Marcus Lorente getting the goals. Furthering their leadership in this league. So the ramifications of us losing today were massive, massive, and we couldn't afford it. And the manner in which we did it, the stark comparison to how we played only days ago, literally days ago, on Tuesday, I believe it was, is unbelievable. If any team wants to beat Barcelona, just play a low block that's all you have to do, if you play it well and you're committed to it and you stick to it throughout the game, you're winning the game because we have zero plan B, we have zero answer to a low block and have not had an answer to it for years now, how is it that through managers, managers have come and gone and we still have no answer to a low block, it's just mental, it's mental Ricky Pooch would have been brilliant in today's game. He's inventive, he's dynamic, he's direct. He would have been brilliant. He should be in the in the goddamn team. He should be in the goddamn team. It's criminal that he's not. And he, he do you know what? He's out of contract in the summer. Are we honestly going to see him leave the club? Someone that has that is one of the most talented players I've seen come through the Barcelona ranks since the likes of Xavi, Iniesta, Messi. I'm so serious. The talent, the determination, the motivation, the stubbornness to succeed that Ricky Pooch has. And what does that what does that give him? What does that result in? A seat on the bench. Barely any game time. It's inexcusable. I'm happy for Pedri. I'm glad he's getting game time. He came in today. I'm so happy for him, right? But I'm not sure why he's being prioritized ahead of Ricky Puitch when Ricky Puitch has already proven that he that he that he has worked so well for this Barcelona team. He was he saved single-handedly almost him and Messi kept Kike Setien in a job for longer. But he just can't get anywhere near the team and he's out of contract in the summer. And we literally could see one of the most talented players that have come through the Barcelona ranks since the likes of Xavi, Iniesta, Messi leave the club for free. What an absolute joke. If he stays at the club, it's only because of him. It's not because of anyone else, it's because of him. It's because his determination trumps the way that he's being treated currently at Barcelona. It's nothing else. Why would he stay? A footballer's career is short. It's really short. Especially when you have the likes of, the likes of Ansu Fati, who's so young, you know, just, just turned 18. And he's already, you know, like, propelled to superstardom. Well, Ricky Pooch is 21, yeah? A 21-year-old player wants to be, you know, getting decent amount of game time. So if he stays at a club right now, where at the moment he can't see a future of having game time, I don't know why he would stay. It it will really be his just love, his sheer love for the the club that keeps him here. And I don't know how he continues to have this love with the way that we're treating him. It's absolutely disgraceful. He would have done wonders in today's game. Yeah? Anyway, listen, guys, this, this game is just, just messed me up uh it's not been you know messing up my weekend the weekend messers barcelona yeah you got your title back welcome back to reality Kules. yeah we're back we're right back where we were right back where we were baby we're right back where we were struggling in the league three points off a relegation mental This is absolutely mental. Anyway, couldn't even score a goal today. Yeah? Had to get one of Cadiz players to do it for us. Yeah? Still have no answer to a low block. Play some of the best football I've seen from a Barcelona side in in a while on Tuesday. And on Saturday, we're making Cadiz look like Bayern Munich. Unbelievable. Anyway... Jordi Alba is so lucky he doesn't have competition for that left-back spot. Seriously. The way he played today, goodness gracious, goodness gracious, if Junior Firpo was better, he'd be in and he wouldn't be getting out. Anyway, <laughs> as I said, I always say in the podcast, if you want to keep up to date with um, you know the latest and greatest Barcelona news and updates, uh, original designs, original content, and of course, it all being run by none other than myself your host Gabriel Rodriguez head over to the Barcelona themed Instagram page that I run it's at Barca base official that's at Barca base official and uh, give it a follow and we'll stay up to date in between the podcast episodes but for this episode I'm gonna wrap it up here as I said I've been your host Gabriel Rodriguez apologies for the downer of a podcast because it was an awful awful display of football by Barcelona but we move and hopefully our next game against Juventus we can actually you know regain the the brief form and consistency that we had for those three games but as I said everything for today's podcast thank you guys for tuning in I've been your host Gabriel Rodriguez and I'll catch you in the next one peace